This is Voices of Texas, the podcast featuring the most interesting Texans you've never heard of. Recording in Midland, Texas, here is your host, Matthew Hinman. Welcome back to Voices of Texas, the podcast about Texans. This is episode 13, and I'll be back with my guest right after this quick message. So you're a podcaster too, huh? Well, you need a good place to host your web media. And let me tell you about Blueberry. Blueberry hosting is highly optimized for those using WordPress with their free PowerPress plugin. Publishing your podcast is a simple three-step process. One, produce your podcast. Two, write your blog post. Three, publish. Think of it as a recipe. WordPress plus PowerPress Plus, Blueberry Hosting equals recipe for success. And when you use promo code VOTX, you'll get a free month of service. Trust me, your web hosting provider won't be able to handle the traffic of your downloads for long. And they can't give the awesome stats that you get with Blueberry. So what are you waiting for? Head over to blubrry.com and remember to use promo code VOTX for a free month of service. Starting a new business in today's world can be daunting, and many people don't succeed. But Texas is said to be one of the easiest places to start a new business, and entrepreneurs from all over are flocking to the Lone Star State to get their businesses off the ground. Well, my guest today has a similar story to many of us. He's been laid off from one job, fired from another, yet he started his own successful business, and all that happened within the past six years. But he's had his fair share of challenges along the way. Well, my guest is Ellery Wells, a blogger, podcaster, entrepreneur from Austin, Texas. Ellery, welcome to Voices of Texas. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So how did you get started uh, coaching for entrepreneurs? Uh, Honestly, Matt, my my first client came to me. She had been reading my blog for, I guess, it had been about a year. She'd been reading my blog for about a year. and she liked what I talked about, liked my message. And this was even before I really started putting more of my personality into anything. So this was when I was, I don't want to say bad, but before I really started getting traction with some of these things, which is just proof that if you put out something that resonates with people, they will, they'll be more interested in it. But anyway, I've been blogging. Let's see. I started in January, 2012 and she reached out to me maybe in the middle of the year 2013, so just over a year, I guess. And that's how I got started. I, this this all started as a hobby for me. I, I didn't know what a blog was. I'd never heard of a podcast. Uh, and honestly, I thought blogging was for like 16-year-old girls to talk about boyfriends and is MySpace and all these kinds of things. I didn't know what even blogging was. So my first client came to me. Again, she liked what I had to say, liked the message, liked the the motivational pieces, the personal development pieces, all of the things that I was talking about through words. And she wanted more of that. She wanted more of my time, more access to me instead of just what I was sharing with the, the general public. And and that's how I got started. Great. You know, I think getting a business started is one of the most challenging things that someone can do. And I've done it before. I've run a small business uh, before just on the side uh, outside of my, my regular eight to five, but surely you've had challenges along the way. What, what are some of the biggest obstacles that, that you've run into? Uh, I would say I, I didn't know anything about 
this this online business stuff at all. And that honestly is part of my story, which which I think is why people want to want to work with me, want to listen to my show or read my blog is because it's you asked me before, was it kind of a rags to riches story? It, it wasn't. It was more of a complete ignorance of <laughs> of on, the online world to now I'm everywhere kind of story. Uh, like I mentioned before, I'd never heard of uh, blog or didn't really know what blogging was. I never heard of WordPress, which is what you and I both use to build and design our sites. So if you're at home and you go to elleriewells.com, that's WordPress. It's a free site. The how it looks, I paid a little bit to make it a little bit, a little bit fancier. But I, that was a huge obstacle for me was having completely no knowledge. I'd never even bought a domain before. You know, you see those GoDaddy commercials on, on TV during the Super Bowl or you know during the blacklist or whatever. And I had never purchased a domain before. I'd never done any of this stuff before, and that was a big hurdle for me to get my 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 online presence looking and functioning uh, like I wanted it to. So again, going from complete ignorance of how it all works to, to now the blog with thousands of readers a month podcast with thousands of listeners to, you know, all this stuff. It's it, that was a big learning curve for me, but I'm a very analytical person. I will research the heck out of stuff, which is part of what has made me successful uh, in the past and in, in here today, but my analytical side also got in my way. I, I researched and I studied too much thinking if I had the knowledge, if I just learned one more piece or I learned how to do one more thing, I would, it, that, that would be it. That'd be the, the light switch thing for me that just really turned it on. And that doesn't happen. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we overthink things. And, oh, yeah. and, it, and it sounds like you're like an info for someone like me, you know, that just loves to dig in and find more information and, and, and bring that in. But so you, they're, they're, that's kind of a success story then in itself that you've told me that you, here you are, you, you didn't even know what a, what a really a blog was until now you've got thousands of people following your blog. But what about the people that you've, that you've coached or uh, that you've um, in your mastermind sessions, you have any success stories for them that have come out of that? I think they're all, I think they're all success stories in a different, for different reasons, because we all define success in, in different ways. For example, some, when I was in the corporate world, I was racing, I really wanted to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, when you're made that that's that's a goal that would be success but i would be miserable most like 40 percent of the time because you know i didn't like my job and everybody's just racing towards the weekend anyway so that that'd be success for some people now i'd say i've got success because i'm extremely happy i love what i do i'm not racing towards the next vacation i don't hate my life my blood pressure has gone down i'm sure my cholesterol has gone down i'm a much happier person so you tell me which which one is more success, but to to really answer your question, uh, one of my this same girl who came to me, my first coaching client, when I didn't really know what I was doing, she took my advice. She ended up, and I I wouldn't necessarily suggest this to anybody, but she she ended up quitting her job where she was somewhat satisfied, and now she owns her own business. She just started. She didn't think she could do it. 
and she wanted to do a daycare and um now she gets to do that she spends more time with her her daughters she works from home she picks her own hours and she's in control and i i humbly i can't take full credit for that because our coaching had ended a few months before but she she gave me the credit so i would say that's a success story and then i've got people in in mastermind groups who were all over the place their mind was just like a bowl of spaghetti they couldn't figure anything out and i had a guy write me this awesome testimonial and he's like ellery is how i cut through all the smoke i had this just fog this fog of thought that I, I i couldn't see clearly i was wandering around and ellery is how i cut through the smoke and i think that's a to me that's success too you know i'm he's in a mastermind i'm not coaching him one-on-one but to be to have more clarity about who you are and what you want to be known for out in the world that's a small success you know he's not he doesn't have his business quite off the ground yet but he's working towards that so again i I would also say that's kind of a, a success too, moving in the direction that you want action, actually knowing which direction you want to go. And then also taking the steps to get there. Uh, that's, that's really powerful. He would say that was a success. It might not be how I would, I would judge it, but it's the same thing as the hundred K versus, you know, loving what you do kind of thing. Right. Um, so everybody's going to measure their own success in their own way. Exactly. Yeah, I actually had a get a guy guest plo, uh, guest post on my site. Uh, this was a long time ago. I haven't had any guest posts in a while. I think it was a post by a guy named Dan Erickson where it talked about uh, def- how something about defining success. And he said the same thing: is that we you watch TV or listen to traditional radio, uh, radio and you think success is money, cars, house, all the things that you would associate with keeping up with the Joneses, and that's not success for him in that example is you know spending time with his daughter you know for me it's you know loving what i do i used to seriously man i used whenever i logged into my computer i used to work from home tuesdays and thursdays and i would hate to come upstairs where i'm standing right now where my desk is right now i used to hate coming up here and my stomach would physically be in pain when i logged into my corporate computer to to not have to do that anymore that is success to me I mean, I I'm, love making money and making a difference in people's lives too. But <laughs> having having the ability to wake up and not feel sick to your stomach is pretty amazing. Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Well, so how does someone really become successful starting their own business in this economy? If there was maybe one one big catalyst that someone needed to really get started, now what are what would that be? Uh, I w- this won't be my final answer, but the one big catalyst would be to do something. Don't, don't sit still. Too, you're right. Too many people, they like you said, overthink it, have paralysis by analysis. They have these huge dreams. And one of my friends, Donald Kelly, is a, his kind of his self-proclaimed t- hashtag is do big things. And I kind of wrote a blog post jabbing at him, and I said, if you want to do big things, think small. And that goes back to the answer to your question is uh, if, you, if no, no, nothing is ever achieved by doing big things. It's all a culmination and an accumulation 
of of tiny steps. So what is that next thing that whatever people want to do, maybe it's reading a book, maybe it's going to the library and, and figuring it out. Maybe it's taking notes or calling somebody that they haven't talked to or saying, I'm going to start a podcast and asking somebody to be on their show before you've even got your microphone. I mean, that's kind of how it happened. I had my microphone, but I'd never released an episode and I already had 20 people say yes. There's so many things that we can do. And what what most people get caught up on is they're trying to figure out steps six, seven, eight, and nine when they haven't even taken the first step yet. And that that's the the one thing that people need to do is to to do one single step and, and finish it. Just, man, whatever it was that, if you're listening to this right now and you've got that thing in the back of your mind, like, oh, I need to call that person. Oh, I meant to buy that book. Oh, whatever, do that. Finish it. See that task beginning to end completion and then move on to the next thing because you we can always course correct. We can yes. always redirect. We can always figure it out later. Very few things in this life are permanent. But we think that they are, and we have. We think we got to figure out all ten steps before we take the first one. And not only is that wrong, but you're going to change it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so that one thing, what that one catalyst would be, is to take a step. If somebody's looking for another thing, uh, find somebody who's doing what you want to do and and copy them. Don't mm-hmm. plagiarize, you know, copy and paste, but fo- follow their business model. Do what they do. And a third one would be to surround yourself with people who support your dream or who are encouraging, who can give you honest feedback and don't look at you like you're stupid whenever you share what you're working on. <laughs> so <laughs> take, take, take an action. Um, I forgot what the second one was I just said, but the third <laughs> one is surround yourself with people who do, who are, who are going to be supportive and keep you accountable right. and, and be resources. So, yeah. Uh, th- that should that should give most people a, a good starting point. Well, even even uh, corporate types will will tell you, uh, you know, that some of the most successful people surround themselves with people that are smarter than they are, and, and most people go into a business venture not knowing, you know, a tenth of what they of what people who have been doing in a long time know. So mimicking those business models, or uh, you know, maybe kind of taking some examples from some of those people who have been successful is it might be just the way to go. Yeah. I, I attribute a lot of my success from, from, I don't want to say knowing the right people because that to me anyway, has us writing the coattails connotation to it. Uh, <laughs> but being surrounding myself with peers who have similar goals and then they want to own a business, get out of corporate, whatever, but see the world differently so similar goals but they see the world differently i that a lot of my success in publicity has come from that my my book wouldn't hit number one on amazon had it not been been for a mastermind had that not happened i wouldn't have been on stage speaking at podcast movement had that not happened um probably wouldn't have met the people who got us connected on facebook and wouldn't have been I wouldn't have submitted to speak at the next podcast movement. Wouldn't have my current masterminds or probably both of or, or two of my uh, co- coaching clients right now. So it, a lot of it comes back to surrounding yourself with the right people. Right. Tell me about the masterminds. Uh, my, my listeners might not uh, completely understand what that's about. 
Sure. And, and we're not talking about like the bad guy in a cartoon or <laughs> um, mastermind the way, the way that I interpret really goes back to how Napoleon Hill laid it out in his book, Think and Grow Rich, which he wrote, I think, in 1932 and studied for or talked with business owners around the world for like 20 years before that. Um, the mastermind is, is simply a group of people who get together for a purpose where they see the total as greater than the sum of the parts. And it's, it's three to five people, five to six people. I don't think they really need to be much more than that because it becomes, it just becomes like social hour to me, the way I, I run masterminds, people pay me on a monthly basis to be a part of, of a community. I generally have three to five people in them. I'm part of every single one. Everyone has generally the goal of, of starting an online business. Sometimes the people that I coach are already in business. They want to do other things, but the masterminds are really for online business. And it's a place where you can go share your your ideas, get feedback on those ideas, support, encouragement. And since we're not just friends, we're more than that, we provide the accountability too. Most of the time you're, you know, your girlfriend's not going to call you up and say, Hey Susan, you know how's how's your goals coming? Or you know, hey Matt, how are your how are you going towards achieving what you want to achieve? We usually talk about gossip and movies and TV shows, but masterminds <laughs> are for for that purpose. Right. And what it, it's not just surrounding yourself with the right people. To me, and I and I use this when I talk to people right before they sign up, and I use the same phrase. But whenever I was working in my my cubicle, the ocean of cubes, uh, I would share this vision of blogging. And then it became vision of blogging and podcasting and making money online. And people would look like look at me like I was stupid. Like people don't do that. I mean, people go and they hate their life for five days and then they party for two days and then they come back. They don't they don't like what they do. They, this is just a means to an end, or they had this, this false thing that they're going to climb this corporate ladder that doesn't exist. And, um, just, they would look at me like I was stupid about wanting to do online business, handling transactions with PayPal, people that I have web conferences with and Google hangouts with and those kinds of things. The people looked at me like I was stupid. So a large part of what I try to incorporate into these masterminds is this supportive environment where you can say, Hey, this is what I want to do. These are the goals that I have. This is what I want to achieve. And nobody's going to look at you like you're nuts. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 a combination of things like that. I mean, technically the details are we meet every other week for an hour on a on a video chat. There's people on a hot seat where we ask them they're they're kind of the target for that week where it's uh, you know, what's working, what's not working, what are you working on, what do you need to do different? And again, it's that pushing and encouraging and accountability piece. I also have a membership site where all of my mastermind and coaching clients get access to with tutorials and videos and and templates and my ebooks and you get access to those kinds of things and uh it's all it's all included because I don't want I want to remove all the obstacles people have to starting a business. I don't want them to go to a job that they hate or work for a boss that they don't like or doesn't like them. I don't want them to be in a position like I found myself a year and a half ago. And I try to provide all those tools to make, to make it happen. 
So you've got some upcoming opportunities for these mastermind sessions, right? I do. I the the demand has been where I can fill a group basically every quarter, um, maybe every month in the future, but every quarter. And in the third week of March here in 2015, um, I really have one spot. If I got four or five more people, I'd probably just start a second group. But I have one spot. If I only had two, if I had five, I'd, I'd make two groups. But if I had two people interested, I'd probably make it just slightly larger. But another mastermind is starting, and um, it's a good time because my prices are increasing starting in March. So hopefully someone listens to this, and if they are interested, actually, Get in it early. <laughs> yeah, because, again, it's all about moving forward, not just because of the deadline or the price increase, but you know, like we said, the the first, that catalyst step is taking action so getting started getting started so are, are you going to be you're going to be at podcast movement this year i assume i am hopefully yeah. i'll be on stage too but i don't think they've <laughs> they've, uh, they've only announced the keynotes and i'm i didn't try to be a keynote so yeah well i i'm hoping to get there too myself this year and uh, I, from what i've seen and i haven't been yet uh, for everything i've seen has said that it's just one of the most uh, powerful podcasting uh, conventions you can really ever go to. I would, I would agree. And I'll give you an example, Matt, if we have, have a little bit more time, the uh, we were in, we were in one of the big conference halls, the big keynote place. And of course there are the circles that I run in. A lot of the podcasts are entrepreneur focused podcasts. They want to teach people how to, how to do marketing better, how to do SEO better, you know, search engine marketing better. Uh, how to do WordPress better, those kinds of things. And then this guy stood up in the back and he asked this question. He was uh, he was a little bit older than than most of the crowd. He's probably fifties, uh, early sixties at the most. So not terribly. He's you know middle aged, whatever. Um, and his podcast is for truckers that travel, you know, drive your stuff across the country. And we're all looking at how we can get sponsors or there are a lot of the questions were about how you can get sponsors. So one where you mention their name and talk about them for 30 seconds and they pay you based on hundreds or thousands worth of listeners. That's a traditional model. But his is all affiliate. Like uh, Michelin Tires, for example, sponsors his podcast. So when someone call, calls in, so he's taking in calls, he says, you know, when you're, you, it sounds like you're having an issue with your tires. By the way, Michelin Tires are really excellent. You should check them out. I recommend them. And it's very <laughs> passive. Yeah, but his so we're we're all this kind of entrepreneur focused, or at least the people that I know are. And then there's this guy doing something totally different from the model, and he broke the mold that that so many podcasters have in their head. And to 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 the the point of bringing this all up is yes, it is. If you anything podcasting, it's not just for the entrepreneurs or the interview shows or, or whatever people think is kind of the stereotypical podcast model. It's for everybody. And it is a, it's a very cool place to go. And I'm only basing this off of two days last year. <laughs> and it, it was, it was very, it was fantastic. And I think it's going to be better this year. Not only did they ask for a lot of feedback, which I gave a lot, I'm very opinionated, which anyone who has a podcast probably is. Um, but I, I gave, gave some suggestions <laughs> Uh, and it'll be three days this year, which is one of my 
one of my suggestions. I probably wasn't the only one, but they're also diversifying in so many different ways this year that they didn't have last year. Last year was very much a proof of concept, but I, I hope you'll make it and I hope we get to meet each other in person because it, it will be a fantastic experience for you and it will it'll show you how to do all kinds of things with your show and it will get you exposure to new people. I gave away a bunch of books last year and uh, I don't know. I haven't planned anything for this year, but who knows? <laughs> um, and even my wife and I, who we have a show together and it's just, it's called Occasionally Explicit and it's just her and I talking and it, most yeah. people most people think we're funny there's no business related but we talk about our lives and my half of it is is business so there's some of that but it's it's a comedy show right and you know we're not necessarily worried about seo or conversion rates or those kinds of things right. which i paid attention to last year but it's more of a th- personal focus it it yeah. definitely is and well, i think I, I have a, I have a second show as well that's a personal focus uh and I don't know awesome. if any of my my listeners, I do have a couple that know about both shows, but I run one called Get Off the Couch. And it's a, a personal journey of fitness and weight loss through cycling. And awesome. So I talk about, uh, talk about nutrition and about uh, getting fit and losing weight. And, and you know, Which is why you were mountain biking <laughs> yesterday, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I do that and road biking and a number of other things that I really enjoy doing, but I'm trying to get back into shape again. And so what, by doing that, it's allowing me to use my audience to hold me accountable. Uh, so in ra- rather than just trying to say it in my head, okay, I'm not going to eat this today or, <laughs> or I'm going to exercise today. I, I'm holding, hey, you're letting my audience hold me accountable for that. And, uh, it, it's, it's a personal journey and you know, it's not something I'm doing to make money on, but, uh, it does make me happy to do it. So, and maybe I'll inspire yeah. someone along the way. You never can tell. Oh yeah. I, I think you will, Matt. And I, I, I hope you continue to do those kinds of things, but I also can hope you inject some of those personal stories even more into your, into this show. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's all that someone's going to listen to this and they're like, Oh, I'm trying to lose weight too. Oh, I'm trying. I love mountain biking. Or you know, whatever, one of those little side tidbits is going to connect mm-hmm. with them right? In, in in a different way than anything else that we've we've talked about. And that little side note, oh, he listens or he, he talks about biking, mountain biking, and I love that too. I'm going to check back into his show. Or I'm going to check out the other show. And it's going to build that know, like, and trust factor that just mm-hmm. talking wouldn't necessarily do. Right. And there's a lot of cross promotion that goes on between both shows and, and, uh, I'm sure my listeners will sometimes yell at me for that, but <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so kind of give me a, in a nutshell, kind of a summary of, of what, what my listener can take away, uh, from what you offer today. Uh, I know I put you on the spot there, didn't I? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> but I mean, kind of, kind of a little shortened version of what we've just been talking about. What, what can you really tell them that? I mean, obviously, we're going to mention your website and everything here in, in a little bit. But what, what can they really take away from this? What in a, in summary? I would say something that may be counterintuitive, and that's you're not you. 
you're not the only one with that problem. One of the biggest problems that I see is we get, we isolate. I'm the only one who has a parent who had a stroke and lost his ability to communicate. I'm the only one who, you know, struggles with, with, with weight loss and trying to find creative fun ways to, to do that. I'm the only one and fill in the blank. And you're not the only one. We're not as unique as we think we are, but we're incredibly unique in the way that we see the world and the way that we interpret the world. So my, what I would want someone to take away from this is to share that uniqueness with other people who you don't, may not even know that they are into the same things. You should put more personality into what, what you're doing and connect with people who will support you get rid of all of this negative crap that's in your life. And I'm not just talking about this weird spiritual aura. I'm just talking about the people who are full of negativity and, you know, bring you down at work. The ones that don't make you feel better about yourself. And whether that's through coaching or mastermind or just listening to a podcast instead of the crappy radio that's on the station right now, whatever it is, em- embrace your uniqueness, but also find other people who you can be unique together. And that's not necessarily what we, we talked about, but I think that's that's some of the best the best advice that I've received along the way is is to be unique and 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 find people who who will support you in what you're wanting to do. Right. That sounds, I'd love for that to be, I think I'd love for that to be a mastermind group, but (laughs) I I know that's not what everybody's looking for. And you know, I I don't want to just shove that down somebody's, somebody's throat. I'd rather give some life changing advice than, um, than sell a service or whatever. But that, that's what I would want them to, to, to take away is, is on one hand, you're not as unique as you think you are on the other incredibly and find people who are going to help you get where you want to go. Great. So if you're listening out there, you can take, take this man's advice. My guest has been Ellery Wells, who is online at elleriewells.com, E-L-L-O-R-Y-W-E-L-L-S.com. Also on Facebook and Twitter at Ellery Wells. Ellery, thank you so much for being on the show this week. Well, thank you for having me. It's a it's a pleasure. I feel like I should say howdy, but I don't really say howdy in real life. But since we're we're Texans, you know. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for having me on. I had a lot of fun. And thank you for listening today to Voices of Texas. And if you're not already, please subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. And of course, you can find out everything you need about the show at VoicesOfTexas.com. We'll have the show notes up there with links to Ellery's site. Uh, And, of course, his uh, Facebook and Twitter links there, too. Voices of Texas is also on Facebook, Twitter, and even LinkedIn. So please show your support for this program. Uh, Go over to VoicesOfTexas.com and click on the support link. I would really appreciate any support you can offer. That's all for today. I will be back next episode for another interesting Texan here on Voices of Texas. Opinions of guests, co-hosts, and others appearing on this podcast are not necessarily the views of its host, producer, or affiliates. No part of this podcast may be reproduced or retransmitted in any way over any medium without express written consent of the producer.